Are you feeling burnt out and disconnected? Do you feel like you're doing all the things to get back in control of your time and energy, but it's not working? Deep down, you know there's more to life than this, but you're not sure how to access it, and you're ready for a strategic shift. Consider joining us for our next round of Mastery and or our Mastery Plus business program, where you get personalized one-on-one support, accountability, and mindset training. Visit Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash mastery, M-A-S-T-E-R-Y. Visit today for details. I'm warning you before we get into today's episode with Tracy Litt. She is lit. She is fire. Uh, You know, when you have like that girlfriend and you get together and you just walk away feeling so energized and alive and excited, that is Tracy. She's like your hype person. But there's like two sides of me. I can be like so woo-woo and into feeling and spirituality and like all into energy healing And some of you may be like, Heather, I have no idea what these things are. It's totally fine. And then there's the other side of me where it's like logic and strategy. And for whatever reason, I can like ride both of those. And Tracy is one of those that I could just have a conversation with and feel like I broke free from all my shit. So you may be listening to this conversation and be like, I have no idea what these women are talking about or what Tracy's talking about. She's just somebody you got to follow. Go check her out, Tracy Lit L I T T. So Tracy T R A C Y Lit dot com. The Lit Factor. Okay, so the Lit Factor. The L I T T Factor dot com. Now let's get into this Lit conversation with Tracy Lit. Hello, Tracy. Hi. Okay, right before I hit record, I was like, is Tracy Lit your real name or is it a stage name? And you said... It is my real name on my birth certificate. I thank my dad every single day and it is my responsibility to live into it. 100%. When I think of you, I think of like you just igniting the power within like you are fire and it's really all about well we're gonna get into that so this whole series that i'm doing is about doing less better Hmm. you and i are women with a vision and a desire to make an impact in this world the people listening to this are probably very similar Hmm. and yet they have all these responsibilities right so It's not about these strategies of like blocking our time and doing all of this. The conversation I'm excited to have with you is about consciousness and frequency and manifestation. But where's the gap, Tracy, to make that like, quote unquote, practical for the ambitious woman? Um, So I'm going to give you the microphone and just take it from there. Mm, Okay. So everything that we're going to do is practical because if we don't have practical application, we're never going to experience any form of transformation. So there... reading something and gaining information or feeling inspired is like a lovely moment in time. But if you are not practically applying it, then it really becomes useless, right? 
to, to what your potential is. So there's a huge, huge paradigm shift that has to occur here, right? And that really is based in education and decision. You can continue to live in a space that is externally driven and externally validating and uh, externally measured, or you can just jump right in here with Heather and I and go, great, I'm going to embrace that everything's an inside job and I am going to start to prioritize my inner environment. That is what this drills down to. I'll pause there. Soil, like the soil. It's, it's, yes, it's the soil. It's, you are the generator. You are the cause of the effect. You are the common denominator. Everything is coming from you in this conversation. We've already transcended, you know, you're not a victim. Things don't happen to you. It's very lovely to elevate your consciousness up a bit into life is happening for me. And I love that. And where I need everyone to ultimately land is, oh, life's happening from me. Now we're having a conversation, right? Which means we prioritize our inner environment, our emotional states of being. We treat ourselves like the energy that we are. That's what frequency is, right? So to just say this because it's important for you to know it, and it's kind of like seventh grade science, let's go back. We are 99.9999999% atoms. Hmm. 0.00001% matter. And what is inside of an atom? Wave. And what is wave? Energy. And when you are here to really embody doing less and enjoying and experiencing more, right? And also don't get tripped up. More doesn't always mean that tangible more. More is more connection to yourself, more rest, more space, more orgasms, more love, more intimacy. And the interesting thing is, is that when you focus on that, right? Like, I want you to please be with me right now. I am a woman who treats herself like the energy that she is. And that becomes the single priority. Everything else follows and flows. Mm. <sighs> okay. There's so many directions I, I want to go. So I feel I'm the same. I'm going to pretend that I'm the person because you and I could riff off of this and I'm getting excited already. Um, but I'm going to pretend that I'm the person listening and okay. they're like, this is all great, but I feel incredibly overwhelmed with the amount that's on my to-do list. I'm kind of going numb or when I do feel joy, nothing's getting done. So how do I solve that problem? Hmm. Um, a commitment to your own intentional evolution. And if I attempted to give you an answer that will satisfy that gorgeous question in 20 minutes, I would not be who I am in the world. Okay. Mic drop. <laughs> so let's just be honest about that. Um, that's what I mean by paradigm shifting. Right now, if that's something you're experiencing, number one, there's nothing wrong with you right? It is the only reason why things are normal is because they're so common and then we accept them as normal, right? So that feeling and, and the, there's an association going on. If you're experiencing a thought like, when I feel too much joy, then I don't get a lot done, then you have a belief structure that says you are as good as what you do, right? You have to work hard in order to X, Y, Z. There's something inside of you that believes if you experience too much joy or too much fun, you'll get lazy and you won't get shit done. And since your current worth is directly 
correlated to how much you've achieved. There's right. See the see the issue there. So we literally need to uh, unbecome so we can become right? Which means I want you to please simply just be here with me. And for this moment in time, accept it as real. Just accept it as, okay, I'm going to just listen and I'm going to let my body start to hear what's being shared. Yeah. So that you can shift from a to-do list paradigm, right? Which is how we are all, we're, that's, why it's, that's why it's normalized. We were all push through the lazy river of limitation and lack and fear and scarcity and the third dimension of consciousness that we were all born into and that our culture continues to perpetuate is everything is external, look outside of yourself, which is why we have such high value on things like to-do lists, right? Mm -hmm. Which is why I love to say if there was an alien from another planet looking down upon us and then it said to us, where are all these women running to? Where are all these people going? Like someone must be giving out a badge for the most stressed out and overwhelmed because look at these humans, mm -hmm. right? And we have to start to realize that so that you can recognize I can shift from to-do list to prioritization, right? And when I prioritize my inner environment, what I am doing is prioritizing my emotion, my emotional states of being. Mm -hmm. Right, which is important because we're here to talk about emotion, right? And um, that means, to your point of what you said before, coming back to your body. Because if you are experiencing the beauty of what, Heather, you just articulated as a potential listener, then it tells me you are disassociated from your body. There is wounds and trauma that are pleading for you to come back and be with them and heal them and come back into this beautiful body. Because the only way to do less and experience more is through being connected to your body, being in relationship with your nervous system, and remembering that you are more spiritual and energy than you are human. I'm over here clapping because, amen. Oh. Okay, let's talk about feelings. My podcast called Emotionally Uncomfortable because it was rebranded to that name because I realized everyone wanted joy and freedom and ease and abundance, but nobody wanted to feel the opposite of that. So let's talk about the duality of feelings because most of what you just said, I'm always just trying to put myself in a listener's perspective and going, but when I do that, when I fully step into that, or I, I attempt to step into that, the guilt gets bigger. The fear gets bigger. The uh, I'm not good enough. And so let's, yeah, let's just talk about the duality of what we want and desire and. Yeah. Okay. Let's just go there. So first of all, it doesn't get bigger. You haven't yet come through and shifted your relationship with thought. We have to shift our relationship with thought so that we can allow ourselves to feel because right now you're believing you're thinking. And those thoughts, but, oh, but I'll feel this, or this will never stop, or I'll open Pandora's box, or then I'm going to feel more fear. All of, the, all of the thoughts that your mind offers you, if you are not an intentional thinker, you're not like a mind magician like we teach, those thoughts are coming from fear, ego, and past experience. And I need you to understand that you cannot leave those thoughts unattended. You must know that your thoughts are options and not facts. Mm. Okay? okay? So, be aware 
that any thoughts that surface like that, when we're the, when the, having this juicy conversation about emotion and duality and all these things, your mind is untrustworthy and just leave it at that. Okay. I love the name of your show because it is so accurate. And the only thing that is actually wrong with discomfort is the incessant judgment that it is bad. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay? That's the only, that's the only, you want another real problem? Just work on releasing judgment and everything else will follow and flow. So, because we were churned through this limited uh, paradigm lazy river, we were taught that you don't want to, you don't want to feel discomfort. You don't want to, you know, feel uncomfortable. And then on top of that, we have a wiring, regardless of any trauma or wounds you personally experience that add to it. We have a core primitive wiring that tells us to avoid pain and seek pleasure. So, well, that's a real conundrum then, right? Which is fine because I got you. Uh, it's recognizing that you have all the power and you can work with your system, work with your mind and work with your emotions so that you can be free from all of those things, right? Recognizing, all right, so I know my system's going to come in and it's going to try to protect me at all costs. That's why it disassociated you in the first place because some shit went down and your body was like, and we're not going to let her feel that again. So let's adapt and let's live over here and disconnect her, right? The only way to to become fully expressed, to reach your potential, to love your life, to have all the beautiful things is to come through the discomfort, Mm -hmm. is to allow yourself to feel the emotions on the spectrum of emotion, to your point, because the other thing that I observe when women come into the work is they will be willing to try to feel the emotions that they judge as good, but then they avoid at all costs the emotions that they judge as bad. Mm -hmm. And please jot this down. Emotion is energy in motion. That is all. Emotion at its core is neutral. And it is because right at the top of the conversation, you are energy. It is energy in motion. So, whether it is blissed out celebration oh my God, I hit this, this goal that I had in my business was amazing. And you're not fully feeling that either because don't, don't fake the funk and kid yourself. If you're not feeling, you're not feeling, right? All the way to rage and anger, sadness, disappointment, embarrassment, humiliation, right? To feel that spectrum is the way you prioritize your frequency. And this is important because mm-hmm. I hear a lot, well, what if I feel like I'm not high vibe? Such crap. The only way to have a potent electromagnetic field where it is like four to six feet outside your physical body and it is like boom, radiating, right? Magnetic mm-hmm. is to be clean and clear energetically and emotionally and in your nervous system. And to do that, we have to allow ourselves to feel what needs to be felt and shift and release the judgment around the discomfort so that we can stop buffering, numbing avoiding and disassociating. I don't know about you, but as a driven woman raising children, time is my most valuable resource and anything I can implement into my day that allows me to eliminate decision fatigue, I'm all for. That's why I'm such a huge fan of AG1. 
The brain, gut, and immune health support in every scoop is the simplest habit I have ever instilled into my day. AG1 simplifies getting the nutrients your body needs. That's why I trust it for my daily support. Take charge of your health with AG1. Try it now and receive one year supply, one free year supply of vitamin D3, K2, and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com forward slash EU. Drinkag1.com forward slash EU. Okay, when you were just talking, what came to me was that feeling it's like is a habit. Mm-hmm. So I don't know about you or what you do, but um, one, sometimes people come into the work, whatever that work is, whoever it's with, and yeah. they're disassociated. So like they have to develop the habit of feeling whatever that is, the anger, the rage, whatever they've shoved down and the joy, all of that. Then I see, so I would say those people are like logical dominant where they're like always in their head and not in their body. And then you have the people who are it, like, I'm going to call them the feelers and they're always in the feeling Mm -hmm. and they're just, you know, they wake up and they are moved by feeling constantly. Um, When I'm working with those people, I'm always like, you need boundaries. You need more logic. You need more like decisiveness because your feelings, because today may be joy, today may be anger, today may be rage. You're just allowing this wave to take you. So where do you, how do you utilize feeling to make decisions? People call it intuition, whisper, whatever it is to make decisions, but not allow it to run your life. Does that make sense? Yeah, it it totally makes sense, I think. So I'll just speak to it and you can tell me if I heard you. I know you know what I'm talking about. (laughs) I do. You'll just put different words to it. Yeah, there's a lot of beautiful distinction here too. So you don't become the feeling. That's what you're describing, right? You don't allow the feeling to be the driver, nor do you make decisions off feeling in my world. I say you make decisions by you no longer making decisions and you build such a depth of connection with your next level highest self and she's the one who's making the decisions, right? Because until you are truly clean and clear as a vessel and you have a fully transformed relationship with what emotion is and how you feel it and how you let it out and how you're connected enough to your body to, oh, you might wake up in the morning and you sense like, oh, it's interesting. There's a little bit of frustration upon me, right? And you learn not to claim it and you go, okay, body, what do you need to let this be felt until it's done being felt? And the body might say, stand up and shake it out. The body might say, go for a walk, right? There's so many different things. So it's like, that's why it's such a, this is such a big, beautiful conversation Um, because letting your feelings drive your decision-making is a slippery slope because until you are astute enough emotionally, 
you don't know if those are emotional addictions that are being driven, which is a big thing that, that needs to be discussed, right? Like who you've been in the past, you have addictions to certain emotions and your behaviors and your, your ways of being affirm that over and over again, right? Whereas the next level version of you lives in completely different emotional states. Um, so that's my first piece, if I heard you right. It's really recognizing uh, feelings are meant to be felt, and when you judge them or you try to control them, or even if you try to understand them, asking why is the worst thing you can do because it roots whatever feeling is coming through longer. Mm-hmm. And the idea is you learn how to be non-judgmental and willing to allow the feeling to be upon you, get processed through, and move out. That's the process of being clean and clear in your inner environment. So I have heard people say, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing. Why am I still angry? Or why is this happening again? Mm. I love you. I'm just playing devil's advocate today. I love it. I'm here for this. And to the beautiful person who feels that way, I lovingly, lovingly tell you, you are being a victim and you need to stop. Mm -hmm. You will not generate anything amazing in your life from a state of survival. And the fastest way to stay in a state of survival is to remain a victim to your circumstances. So just enough of that. And I know that sounds simple, but my clients call it my mom voice because I love you and we have big shit to do in the world. So, you know, really understanding that, and this is important to share. So my first book called Worthy Human speaks to, right, what stops us from leaving our victimhood? What stops us from taking full personal responsibility, right? And showing up to our capacity. Um, And it's a combination of you're believing that you're not enough and a misunderstanding of fear. So, if you are currently struggling with, I'm not enough, your state of victimhood is just affirming it. It's like a record that just keeps playing over and over and over again. And what I need you to know at the core, if there's anything I'm wanting you to walk away with, your worth your wholeness and your enoughness is not negotiable, not influenceable, and not debatable. You are here listening. You are inherently whole. All of the lies that make you believe otherwise is what gets to be undone. And when you recognize that you are inherently whole and you operate from your wholeness, you move up into your consciousness into a higher state of creation and you leave survival and victimhood behind. Do you feel that people need to be, okay, so this, I want to go here because I know you teach people how to get out of survival and victimhood. In your experience, do people, people or their soul need to make a decision to leave victim consciousness before the work actually takes place? Because this is what I see. In, not with everybody, but I'm going to say, I'm always fascinated why you can have two similar paths, like two people on two similar paths and one just skyrockets and the other stays and they both have access to the exact same resources. And I'm like, what is that little tweak? Right. And to me, what I heard you say is like the addiction to emotion or the addiction to victim consciousness. Um, And you can clarify that for me, but it's like, do you need to be done with your story before your life is going to change? Hmm. Yes and no. And the reason why it's yes and no is because we're always in story. 
at any level you're at, right? You're always in story, right? Like all the time, I think that's important to share. And yes, you have to make a decision. Decision is the beginning point of anything. To decide is to cut yourself off from anything that what you decide that that you decided, right? So saying, okay, I'm going to decide to intentionally evolve because that's what it's a decision about, right? And the other thing that I need to add is if you don't choose, you will be catalyzed into it. Yes. Right? This is your story, right? And let's just like, I love you. You're either going to start to do the work by catalyst or by choice. And for the love of God, can you just choose how much pain do you have to experience for you to wake up and invest in yourself? Yeah. Right? I mean, my, my body is vibrating because this is the message we all need to hear. Yeah. Your purpose as a spiritual energetic being, having a human experience is to come within and intentionally evolve, to heal, to grow, to learn, to expand, to ascend. Yeah. Right? So, yes, the decision has to be made. Um, and then the, this is how decision works. You decide once because it's a real decision. It is a guttural, this is my decision. And then you do the work again and 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 again in perpetuity as you rise. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've experienced both where, you know, my physical body was like, bitch, you ain't making a decision. So I'm making a decision for you. And then choosing, 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 choosing. And yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now I'm going to ask you one more question. Okay. Yay. Why? And I'm going to say women, but I know it's all humans in general. This desire to fix and heal other people and the energy output of, I can be a teacher or a guide. You know, I've let that go where I'm like, you're either ready or you're not ready. I'm not pulling you across the finish line. And that's even including my children or my partner. It is not my job because that is codependency. Yes. Um, The wounded healer. Mm. What is true, authentic, like embodiment of becoming versus, do you understand what I'm saying? Versus like, I'm gonna, I'm not practicing what I preach, mm. but I want to fix and change the world. What is that? Cause I hear well, so many people like I need to, oh, I want to do this because I want to change the world. And I was like, it starts at home. It starts at mm-hmm. home within yourself, yeah. within your own body and being. Yeah. Yeah. Well, one, one, I mean, you're always embodying something just like you're always practicing something and you're always manifesting something. So it's just like mm-hmm. a good piece of information. Um, and if you, well, where does it come from? It comes from the fact that women were trained to uh, deprioritize themselves and perceive that their value is gained by how biddable they are and how agreeable they are and how helpful they are and how pleasing they are. And that is what is rooted in the psyche of every single woman. It is something that we work to undo every single day, right? Because that's what paradigm shifting is. Mm-hmm. Where you come from is always what you will generate. So if you are someone who is out in the world and being of service and you are coming from and doing it through the lens of, I'm going to fix, I'm going to heal, I'm going to fix, I'm going to heal, then you are perpetuating your third dimension of consciousness, which says, I am as good as who loves me. I am as good as what happens outside of me. I need to make sure I can help everybody else. And you're actually feeding the wrong beast. Mm. 
You are affirming the limitation of your current identity that is still functioning from the wounds that have yet to be loved and honored. Yeah. Right? To embody a, uh, a healer who understands that the most potent thing we can do, and hear me, the most potent thing we can do, and Heather, I know you are this, is to prioritize our own intentional evolution first and foremost, mm-hmm. is to continuously be evolving, healing, working within our systems to re-imprint our nervous system, to prioritize our energy, um, because that is what actually helps the people around us the most, because then you are entraining them through co-regulation and co-resonance. It also allows you to be detached. Whatever their results are or aren't, you're not doing that journey. They're doing that journey. You are here as a guide, an advisor, someone to pull the rope. You have to ask yourself, where am I coming from? Because in that first scenario, you're also coming from insecurity and hyper-attachment. And there's something that makes you believe that you can even, you cannot fix or help someone. That's not a thing. I trust, I tried it. Go listen to all the conversations with my husband. In the first two years, I was so righteous and so like, don't you know you could just do this? And don't you know you could just do this? It doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. (sighs) Okay. I feel this conversation is just the tip. We can go deeper and deeper and deeper, and I know they can get a lot more of you. So where can they find you, Tracy? What do you have going on in the world? Yes. Um, So you can find me at thelitfactor.com. So that's just the first place. And it's lit with two Ts. uh, And uh, everything is on the website. And it's also our Instagram handle. You are magic and everyone needs to be in your world. Thank you, Tracy. I received that. Thank you so much. Okay. I think we seriously need to have this conversation about consciousness because regardless of your belief system or your background or how you get into this, I'm the type of person that I like to read many different types of books. And then I look at the through line. And this isn't about not feeling your feelings. This is about reaching for a higher feeling thought and becoming. And when you get yourself in rooms and around energy like Tracy um, and her community and what she represents and stands for, this is where the magic happens. Shit happens. Shit happens. It's how you deal with it and cope and stepping up and into your next level self. This is where the magic happens, especially in business. Doing less better is all about focusing your energy and attention on less to drive quicker results. And so just simply think about where do you spend your mental energy all day? Are you focusing it on what is not working in your business? Or are you focusing on what is working? You need to step up and into a different vibration. And then you will notice that you will spend less and less and less time on what is not working and ruminating in victim consciousness. That's what she's talking about. So dive into Tracy, go follow her, do all the things. And um, yeah. Um, And this is also something I talk about inside of my Attracting Profit uh, business course. Not only do we look about the strategy of where do you need to focus your energy and attention, but who do you need to become in order to get there? And sometimes getting out of our own damn way is having someone like put a mirror up to us. So if attracting profit is something that you are interested in and feeling drawn towards, then I encourage you to get on the interest list. And all you have to do is head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N dot com forward slash 
business. In March, we celebrate International Women's Day, and we also celebrate the anniversary. This year is the third year anniversary of my book coming out into the world, Dying to Be a Good Mother, how I dropped the guilt and took control of my life and my parenting. And as a thank you for being a part of this community, I wanted to gift you the e-reader version of my book book. So if you head on over to Heather Chauvin, C-H-A-U-V-I-N.com forward slash free, F-R-E-E book, um, you will be asked to enter your name and your email, and then you're going to be gifted a code where you can enter this into the e-reader of your choice, and you can gift this to a friend, you can send them to the page, um, and that's my gift to you. So thank you, thank you, thank you for being a huge part of this community. I just love and appreciate you listening and interacting, um, and I would also love if you share this link with a friend post it on the internet, do all the things and tag me. March is about celebrating us and empowering not only ourselves, but other women around us and the women before us and the women um, next to us. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.